So the snippets are sponsored by Rene Jack Nussbaum with the Nishma Saldabas Yehuda Tzvi. We're going to finish up, finally, the second Hallelujah following Ashrei. Very long. We transition to the second half, which is a predictive anticipatory of the redemptive era. When we welcome Shabachi Yerushalayim Es Hashem, when the whole world, the inhabitants of Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim itself, will sing the praise of Hashem. Last we spoke about Shelech Katzemer, the snow blankets the earth, it serves like the wool or the fleece that protects the earth, insulates it from the cold, but also the notion that Hashem, God sends Sheleg, but a proportional amount of Tzemer. He doesn't give us challenges that He doesn't provide us the mechanics, the instruments to be able to withstand, to protect ourselves. We get the right ratio of Tzemer to Sheleg, He's no saying both the Sheleg and the Tzemer. He makes the frost and the freezing cold, but He also dictates when it should melt and flow into water. And Refers told us that we should be as obedient and responsive to the will of Hashem, just like nature. Which brings us to the final two psukim. Magid v'rav Yaakov chukav v'mishpatav Yisrael. Kadosh Baruch is Magid. He tells over dvarav, his things, his word. To whom? To Yaakov. He also transmits his chukim, chukav, u'mishpatav. And to whom? To Yisrael. So, of course, it begs the question, why does the Pasuk begin Yaakov and end Yisrael? What's the difference between Dvarav and Chukav Umishpatav? I'm just going to quote a few uh, understandings of these last two Psukim. There's uh, a lot to say about them. But the Hafla in the Sefer Panam Yafo says what it means is the following. Yaakov is the description that we use for those who are on the lower level. We know that Yaakov lived in the here and now, the physical Yaakov, the manifestation on earth was Yaakov. Yisrael represented the Yaakov in potential, Yaakov in fullness and greatness, Yaakov a people and a destiny. When we see Yaakov and Yisrael being employed, it represents the two aspects of a Yaakov and Yisrael's life. So Yaakov receives the dvarav, the mitzvos. Here's what to do. Here are the do's and don'ts. Here are the rules and laws. But the deeper meaning and understanding the analysis and penetrating insight, that's reserved for Yisrael. So his Magid, he tells, doesn't teach, he tells, which is like frontal, presents, Dvarav, his word, the simple, shallow, understanding Yaakov, but Bechinas Yaakov, on that level, you have access to what to do. But Chukav Mishpatav, the deeper meaning and understanding and reason, the tama mitzvah, the sweetness, the flavor, that goes to Yisrael, the one who's on the higher level. Next, the non-Jew doesn't have access to either, and doesn't even understand the mishpatim, that they don't have access to, we'll explain more in a moment. Some say this is a reference to Harsinai, the notion of the transmission of the dvarim, aseres advarim. Aseris Adibros, we call them the Aseris Adibros, the Decalogue. But if you look in the Torah, it calls it the Aseris Advarim. So these Dvarav represent the Aseris Adibros, Aseris Advarim, the Chukim and the Mishpatim. This is a throwback to Sinai. That was a unique experience of the Jewish people and Hashem. That was our Chuppah. It was romantic, it was intimate, it was a rendezvous, it was a connection. That's not accessible. That wasn't a shared experience with the other nations of the world. That Torah, and more than only its laws or academic understanding, but what it represents emotionally and spiritually, that's reserved for the Jew. And if, that's, if these last two psukim refer to the union, the intimacy of Harsinai, 
which Shirashir and Rashi at the beginning of Shirashir, Mishakenim and Shikas Pio, is Harsinai. It's a kiss, it's an intimate rendezvous. It's something shared exclusive in an exclusive arrangement. Svasemes and Pasha Sazinu says, now we understand why the Pasuk says, Magidvaro. It does not say, Yagidvaro, he will. Magid, he is. What do you mean he is? Says the Svasemes, Pasha Sazinu, what it means is, the Torah is always being transmitted to us anew in the present. One should live every day as if we receive the Torah today. It's not old, it's not archaic, we're not celebrating something historical, but the experience of standing at Chorev, of standing at Har Sinai, is a rejuvenated, re-energized, renewed experience every single day. The excitement, the joy, the energy, the enthusiasm, the discovery of Torah is something which is renewed and refreshed each and every day, and that's why this Vasem says it's Magid Varo, not Yagid. Next possible, this is not something that Hashem has done for others. The Gemara learns that this is the source. The Gemara Chagiga Davshid Gimel, Amar of Ami, Ein Moser and Torah La'akum. One is not allowed to transmit to teach our Torah. There is a prohibition to teach Torah to a non-Jew. Shenemar Lo'asachin L'chogoy, Mishpatim Balyida'um. It's not accessible to the non-Jew. That's the Gemara in Chagiga. So the Tosos is there and Davshid Gimel asks, what happened to Tepek Le'e Da'akum, Osik B'Torah Chai Misa, V'chitema Zayim Mitzvah Didu? I understand not to give them our mitzvos. That's our secret code. That's our formula. That's our language with Hashem. What happened to the Sheva Mitzvahs B'nai Noach? How are they meant to observe them if they don't even have access to know them? So the Maharsha there and the Gemara answers Tosos' question. And the Maharsha says, no, the laws you can provide. The deeper reason, the understanding, the depth, the lumdus to give a shtikl Torah, chabura, on the mitzvah, Zion Mitzvah B'nai Akum to a non-Jew, that's what's prohibited. Of course they need to know what to do and not do, but to experience Talmud Torah in all of its fullness and flavor and richness of the back and forth and analysis and a shtikl Torah lambdas to it, that's something which is reserved exclusively and only for the Jew. The Kotzke Rebbe says, L'asachin l'chogoi u'mishpatim ba'yida'um. He says, what is the connection of Mishpatim to the non-Jew? So he says, amazingly, when a Jew learns Torah, when a Jew sits and learns not only Mesechus Brachos, it's all fun and games right now, but when you get up to the Babas, Baba Kama, Baba Metziah, Baba Basra, you're learning civil law, tort law, criminal law, when you're learning about loans and damages, so what does that have to do with religion? What does that have to do with God? When a Jew learns Torah, we connect it to the Rebona Shalom. What we say is, if this is Hashem's will, Two people are holding on to a talus. This one says it's all mine. This one says it's all mine. What does Hashem say? What's the right and just and moral and ethical thing? When we learn laws, we're not learning dry abstract laws. We're accessing the word of Hashem. So for us, the learning of law, we're not studying an encyclopedia. We're not celebrating in Simchas Torah. We don't dance with the law books. We're not making a siyam because we're celebrating we finished the Harry Potter series. It's not something which is entertaining. It's not something which is abstract. It's not intellectual gymnastics. It is a religious experience because we're accessing, we're tapping into the divine will, how Hashem sees how the world should run. The Chazanish writes this in his Sefer Amunah Bitachon, not in Amunah Bitachon, one of the other prokim. Why learn Torah? You're learning laws? I'm not a lawyer. I have no interest in law. Still have to learn Talmud Torah. Why? Because we want to know what does Hashem say is the right thing to do in any given circumstance. So when non-Jew learns law, it's because they need to know the law. 
It's not a religious experience, it's an intellectual experience. It's a legal experience. It's knowing what to do experience. Mishpatim bal yidaum. Bal yidaum means, who don't they know? Through the mishpatim, bal yidaum says the Kotzker, they don't come to know God. We come to know God through his dry, abstract, civil, criminal tort law. We come to find God, religious experience in the law. But with the non-Jew law, for them, mishpatim, the mishpatim, bal yidaum. They don't find Hashem in the law. We do. Learning it is a religious experience. We'll continue our Mitzvah Shem tomorrow night.